Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie and Mandy. Hey everyone, welcome back. Um, Today we are going to be talking about energetic bodies. So, Mandy. (laughs) What's an energetic body? What the heck is an energetic body? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a great question, Allison. (laughs) So, okay, so the energetic body is what we are working with when we are doing a reading or a healing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody has an energetic body. Everything is energy. This has been scientifically proven. Everything has an energy, whether it's living or not. So the energetic body is, exists in the auric field. So it's sort of like, um, the space between you, your physical body and, and the world outside of you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So kind of like an aura. Yeah. Right? We always hear about like, oh, your aura. Or like I've seen where um, you can go to somebody and they can take your picture and your aura shows up yeah. on the camera. Yeah. And so it's like that's the energy around your physical body. Yes. There's so much to understand to really like there's so many things to understand in order to really get how it works um Mm -hmm. but we're going to try to explain it in this episode so that maybe when you're thinking about getting an energy healing or getting a reading you'll have a little bit more um understanding as to why it works yeah or how it works so okay so the energy body is um like i said it exists outside of our physical body and it is sort of like um it acts almost like a filter system like it's like the filter um that filters through the frequencies from the outside world into our physical body mm-hmm. so when um we are existing in frequencies we've talked about frequencies in the past a lot because this is actually one of the main um things to understand when you're when you're wanting to connect to spirit like you're and you have to be in a higher frequency you have to exist in a higher frequency like in happiness and joy and love But when you're existing in a lower frequency, um, like anger and frustration, which is super easy to be stuck in this day, like with what's going on in the world right now Mm -hmm. um, and what's been happening in the past few years. So if you're always existing in that energy, then that's the those are things that you're attracting into your energy body. And so when you're not cleansing your energy body or shifting that energy out. Um, then that will manifest into your physical body and that will manifest into your physical body in ways such as like you'll feel anxiety or stress or frustration or it could also manifest into like an illness if or like muscle tightness muscle tightness and uh, sleep disorders like Mm -hmm. so many so many things um, can be manifested through your energy body and into your physical body so when you're existing in a higher frequency you're not attracting the lower frequency energies any longer therefore it's not manifesting into something um, uncomfortable or um, negative in your physical body. Absolutely. And and that's why we've talked about even things like when 
you are holding something back. So something like you need to talk about, but then you're too scared to talk about it. And so you stuff it down. It's like that is creating an energy block, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like this filtration filtration system. <laughs> Don't start with me now, H. Um, it's like, to me, that's how I like when I envision like, emotions that we're having and how important it is to like move through it it's like it's like it's moving through your energetic body but the moment you kind of like stop it from moving through it's Mm -hmm. like it gets it gets clouded it gets stuck yeah type of thing because an emotion holds its own frequency Mm -hmm. so when you're have when you're you you want to move through these emotions but when you avoid these emotions then they're going to get stuck as that lower frequency within your body like we're not going to like say oh i'm going to go through the rest of my life and never feel sadness or frustration or anger you have to you have to go through that and move through that frustration or that lower frequency energy or emotion and and let it go like move through it don't hold on to it or don't like stuff it down or or whatever well and i think that's one of the the misconceptions I think of even spirituality and frequency and stuff like that that you have to constantly live in this state of bliss and that's not the case because we are still here living a human experience in this third dimension which is like a dense energy yeah and so it's like that that's where it's important that yes we're going to feel all the emotions we're going to feel grief that is the whole point of being here Mm -hmm. we're going to feel sadness we're going to feel anger so even if you're completely spiritually open and evolved you're gonna go through these experiences and but the difference is is that you know if you're feeling grief or if you're feeling anger that you actually go through the whole cycle of feeling that emotion until it comes around again it's the part that is when you kind of like start to feel it and then all of a sudden you're like I don't want to feel that so you stuff it down and then that's when it creates that energy build up that block within your energy field and so stuffing it down is the same thing like distracting yourself Mm -hmm. so I can think of like I don't know a handful of people (laughs) who distract themselves from feeling that their feelings and you can distract yourselves with drinking with drugs with working out with um you know reading or or whatever just keeping, staying busy like there's some people that busy. they can't even just sit still sit, sit still <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i feel like he does it to me on purpose just to be like <laughs> well, this is would, hilarious what would we laugh at if he could speak for <laughs> I know. but it was like dude that was a really simple word like, i swear to you in my normal life do i talk like this Sometimes, yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, like even like somebody that is just like, I find like constantly busy and just go, go, go because they don't want to take that time to be alone in their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because the moment you're alone in your thoughts and you stop, that's when all of these kind of things come through. The dark shadows. The dark (laughs) shadows. And so, yeah. So it's like those things are, that's why we kind of talk about that being so important because it's not just important to obviously feel the feels so that you're not avoiding things but it's important because it affects us physically on an energetic level yeah and so when you're searching when you're wanting to like go through this journey and connect with your spirit guides for example spirit guides and we said this before they exist at a higher frequency so Mm -hmm. it's going to be more difficult to connect to your spirit guides when you're always in this lower frequency so the name of the game is to raise your vibration like to raise your vibe right I like that the name name of the game (laughs) maybe that's what we should title (laughs) I was just like that just stood out to me the name of the game raise your vibration (laughs) (laughs) let's let's create a jingle okay (laughs) 
But that's, it's true. Like if you really wanted to connect to your spirit guides or to your, in your higher self, which is your intuition, you have to raise your vibration or, or at least try to exist in a higher frequency, um, the majority of the time in order to be in that space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing, like, and again, I think like, I remember when I was going down this journey, I, I really get stuck on like, I'd really be hard on myself when all of a sudden I'd wake up and I would have a day that I was just like, meh. Yeah. The weather is cold. Meh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to work. Meh. And it was just like, all of a sudden I'm, and I'd be like, oh, Allison, you can't, you can't feel this way mm -hmm. because you know, like first off, I know better in the sense of like, part of me is like, dude, this is very minuscule. Like, you know better. The bigger view, the, the bigger, bigger picture. picture. Yeah. Um, and then I would get down on myself being like, oh, I'm vibrating at a lower frequency. Oh, now I'm going to attract all this. And I remember just getting really mad at myself. And it was just like, if you know better, why are you in this lower frequency? And I realized like, that's not part of the spiritual, you're going to have days mm -hmm. that you're just like, you know what? I am in a funky mood. And that's okay. And I am going to exist in this mood. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I do too. There's definitely days where I, I just look at Nick and I'm like, okay, I'm having a down day. I call yeah. them just down days. And those are the days where I, you have to allow yourself to move through them. Again, that's, that's like spiritual bypassing. If you don't mm -hmm. acknowledge the energy you're in and try to move through it intentionally. Absolutely. Like if I was like, if we were like, oh, we're in a bad, I'm in a bad mood today. And then. And then avoid why you're in a bad mood or avoid even like feeling that energy and trying to flip right into a higher frequency right away. Like you're not giving yourself the time and space to move through that energy. And there's always a lesson within that too. And Absolutely. Sometimes when you're in that funky mood or you're in that low mood, it's because your body's integrating mm -hmm. or shedding layers that no longer serve a higher purpose so that you can come out of it higher in a Absolutely. higher frequency. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when you're in that mood... Yeah, you could easily be like, oh, Mandy, you know better than this. Or you're you're so open and you're so spiritual. Like, how could my spiritual teacher be in this type of mood? They mm -hmm. teach us not to. And it's like, we don't teach not to. Yeah. It's like, no, I think when you can live like 90% of your life feeling in this kind of like higher frequency mm -hmm. um, and then allowing yourself like that is being evolved when you can recognize that you're needing time to kind of be down in the lower frequencies, yeah. when you just need that time to integrate and retract and retreat. Like I find I've had more days where I've needed to retract and retreat um, ever since starting down the spiritual yeah. journey. And how do you move through those now differently than you did previously? Um, <laughs> I find that, so one of the things I find is like surrendering mm -hmm. um, instead of fighting it or fighting to put on a face. Like yeah. I definitely struggle with that, you know, like, and I agree, like in the sense, like if I have to work, obviously I'm not, I've never been somebody that I'm going to show up and be like, you know, talking to a coworker and be like, I'm in a crappy mood, get out of here. <laughs> right. Like I'm not going to do that. I'm going yeah. to put on face, right. I'm going to talk to clients. I'm going to put on face for that. Mm -hmm. But it's like my internal dialogue of like, just kind of surrendering to it, um, allowing to move through. I also know that, um, now I also know that this is usually me integrating mm -hmm. and it's like, I'm being forced to, um, go low key mm -hmm. to allow my body to, to integrate. And 
Yeah, it's just having compassion for yourself because yeah. it's never easy to. Mm-hmm. And not to say that I haven't had days where I'm like totally go spiraling down that I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, why am I even doing this? Like, oh, I've had spirals out worlds and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> But there's a purpose to that. I find always there's a lesson in that. And it's a, it's almost like a healing in itself when, when we go into that space. But I also integrate, like I do it differently now before too. Like before I used to just, um, distract myself Mm. with the things I needed to do as a mom and as a wife and as, um, uh, uh, full-time employee and all the things. But now when I'm feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. I give myself that day to just feel it and yeah. to be quiet and to retract and to go within. Lay in bed all lay day. Lay in bed when yeah. I when I can and for as long as I can and just like uh meditate or whatever, or read a book or or but I usually don't even want to distract myself with TV. No. I just want to like I just want to like rest. Mm-hmm. And so that is way different than what I used to do where I used to just ignore that I was in a bad mood and then everybody else had to suffer with me (laughs) right yeah and so yeah so it's like these moments of like moving through the emotion this is how we really try to avoid any type of energetic buildup which obviously if you have so much buildup with anything Mm -hmm. you think of a pipe eventually when it starts getting (laughs) clogged and then clogged more clogged more eventually it's going to overflow Mm -hmm. and so that's the same with the energy is like okay maybe the first time you stuff it down nothing happens and maybe the 10th time you stuff it down nothing happens but when you get to that 15th or 20th time Mm -hmm. well all of a sudden you start feeling a physical ailment or or something starts happening it's like yeah because you've built so much of a Mm build-up to um in your energetic body Mm -hmm. and so that kind of leads to healing Mm -hmm. and you know, the energetic healings that we do, it's, it's funny, like, you know, you may have somebody who has a ton of buildup mm-hmm. and they come to a healing session and it's like, this is one of many that needs to be done yeah. because that if, <clears throat> if there's many layers of buildup, you know, an energy worker can only, you know, release that first layer. Yeah. And it it takes time, right? Yeah. I know you've come across this. Yeah, that's a great point because I did a healing for somebody the other day who did like energy work and intuition and all this sort of stuff isn't even really on their scope. Mm. They just were like they're dealing with something physically and um, we're told you need to go see Mandy. Yeah. Um, so I did a healing for them, an energy healing for them. And... Um, I was like, wow, I was in the energy and I'm like, there's so much I could do, but I don't have the time to do it. And if I did, it would probably overwhelm them. Yeah. So I just did what I could in that time, knowing that like I didn't even get to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even get to shedding like cutting cords or soul retrieval or Akashic Records stuff. It was just like chakra movement, shifting energy and just like shedding like the denseness around around like that them. first layer the first layer the first right? layer and I even said to them I'm like I didn't have like anything super exciting to share like I normally do but um I said I'm like you need to you should come back I said um I like weekly like let's see you weekly kind of thing because yeah. there's a lot to do here and I didn't say it like there's a lot to do oh here. my gosh have so much healing to do it was more like <laughs> I have more that I could do for you mm-hmm. um I'd like to I'd like to continue to work with you if you're open to it I don't know um if they are because again like this sort of work isn't really in their scope 
And you have to, you know, I think with anything, I, so like, for instance, I remember going to acupuncture for the first time, Mm -hmm. uh, years ago. And I had this ailment that, um, I just couldn't get past. Like, it was just like everything I tried and it was, and I remember somebody saying, oh, you should go to acupuncture. And I'm like, really? Like in my head, I was like, how can, like, first off, I don't want needles in me, (laughs) but you know, if I, I was so desperate that I was like, fine, I'll try this. Yeah. But you know, in my head, I was like, I just don't get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't get how this needle going just a, you know, a little bit into your body could fix it. But I was desperate enough that I went and, and it was something like, obviously after the first session, it wasn't going to cure me. So I had to. Mm -hmm. Like if I wanted to give this a fair chance and that's what it comes down to, I had to just trust mm-hmm. that this process works. Yeah. And so obviously I went a few times and I was, I remember just being like shocked and I couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, don't, I still don't understand it. I understand it a bit more, but it's like, it's something that, you know, mentally and physically, like, you know, you go to a massage therapist and they're pressing into your muscles. You can mentally understand what's happening there. Mm-hmm. You know, with the acupuncture, I was like, there's something that's happening there that is obviously beyond my scope, beyond what I can see, beyond what I know, but it worked. But you can't deny the experience that you had. I can't deny the experience that I had. And, you know, and the, and the same thing I remember having with a cranial sacral, um, I remember going, and again, I was desperate. I was dealing with my Lyme symptoms. I was having a lot of pain in the body. All my typical things of like, you know, deep massage, even acupuncture, like all of the things were just not working. And so I remember going to this cranial sacral and I remember like laying there and for an hour and I'm like, she barely touched me. (laughs) And like, there would just be like moments where she would just kind of place her hand on me and that Mm -hmm. was it. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course I was like, oh, I've heard people saying this is amazing. Like, I just don't know. Because <laughs> it's like nothing's, you're just touching me. I could touch myself. Well, that sounds weird. Um, <laughs> oh, of course I have to. <laughs> I could touch well, you could. Well, I could. Yeah. I could. <laughs> so, and so I remember like leaving there. And again, I had to have faith. Like I was at a point where I was just like, I need to try something. Mm-hmm. And I had to trust that whoever sent me there, like they swore by it. Yes, I didn't leave that first session. Like, oh my God, I'm cured. Um, but it was like, I needed to just have faith that, like, yeah, I don't understand what she's doing. And, but I got to give it a fair shot. And, um, and eventually, yeah, I remember being like, I was super skeptical, skeptical. (laughs) I just, you should see me. I'm staring at Mandy, like, tell me the word. Blank, blank stare. (laughs) Blank stare. Um, cause I just remember being very like, "Mm, we'll see about this. And then I remember the day that I was driving home and I remember driving there and I had this huge pain in my hip area. Mm -hmm. And then I was driving home and I was like, oh my God. I don't have it. Mm -hmm. And that was like a light bulb went off. But like with the healings with somebody that has multiple layers, you just have to even think of like when you go to a massage therapist and say you have like a muscle that is so tight, you got all these knots in there. It's like they work that they can't get down to the bottom, like to the, where the, maybe that knot is. It's like they have to first like loosen up the, the, 
you know, top. Yeah, the fascia. <laughs> look so at smart. us. No, look at you. <laughs> Don't take credit, Allison. Um, I could hear the wrong word, too. No, it is totally fascia. Okay. It is totally fascia. I'm like, I went into all of that with the lime because I was oh. just like, oh, I'm going to get a fascia roller. All of <laughs> all these things but it was like you know like they can't get to that knot that is deep in the muscle until they release the top layers and that's the same thing with energy work is like if there's multiple layers all we can do is work on the top and remove Mm -hmm. until we can start getting deeper and deeper to the root of it yeah and this ties into the chakra system a little bit because um the chakra system it, it shows up in so many different um, I don't even know, like Buddhism and oh, like, religions across, across and healing modalities. History. Yeah. So there's very, there's tons and tons of different groups of, um, healers and, uh, intuitives and everything talks about chakras. So let's talk yeah. about chakras a little bit. So yep. <clears throat> the chakra system is sort of like, I see it as a conveyor belt of energy that is supposed to consistently be moving around the front of your body and then in the back of your body, just like a conveyor belt consistently of energy, consistently moving around your body. And there is like the chakras are energy portals or gateways, um, points within this conveyor belt where there's, it's like a portal into your physical body. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have the chakra, say the solar plexus, that is located right in like your rib cage area. Mm-hmm. Now, if that chakra has been um, attracting like the negative frequencies, then it might be blocked chakra. So when your chakras are blocked, <clears throat> that will create like the physical ailments and the stress and all that sort of stuff. And I've definitely come across people who all of their chakras are blocked. Yeah. And so they're not like paying attention to um to their chakras at all. So and every chakra has a different uh, meaning to it. So the solar plexus is tied to your self-confidence and to your self-worth. It's your power center. So somebody who doesn't have a lot of confidence, this chakra is going to be affected. Mm-hmm. So how do you work with that chakra? How do you open it up? Well, there's lots of ways you can do it. Um, you could do, there's yoga you could do to open that chakra. You can use essential oils, crystals, energy healings, and even just being aware of your self-confidence and working on that will help open that chakra but that we mindset that mindset right? yeah because like, that's the thing like you could go in and clear out somebody's um solar plexus mm-hmm. right you could go in and clear open you it see up. it's kind of opened but if they go back into that same mindset right if they fall into that same mm-hmm. mindset of like the low confidence and constantly being like i'm not worth it's going to block again yeah so it comes down to like the physical. So people talk about their physical health all the time, yeah. their mental health all the time. And here's your spiritual health. Mm-hmm. So it's like mind, body, spirit. That's that trifecta that we should holistic um, health is mind, body, spirit. Yeah. So a lot of people focus on their physical health and they work out and they eat well and all that sort of stuff, which is fantastic. But we can't forget about the spiritual health mm-hmm. and the and the mental health. Yeah, right? absolutely. And those are like, and that's the thing, like when you talk about things that, yeah, we can see the physical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't see the mental. No. That is not something. And I think that's why, you know, mental illness is very much um, misunderstood Mm -hmm. because you can't physically see it. No, yeah. When you have somebody that, let's just say, has cancer, a physical ailment, versus somebody who suffers from schizophrenia or bipolar, cancer is 
way more accepted and understood because it's showing a physical mm-hmm, ailment mm-hmm. but the mental um, illness side is just not because mm-hmm. we can't see it and mm-hmm. it's the same thing when it comes to energy mm-hmm. again we can't see it but we know that it's there and that it exists yeah and if you understood the chakra system you would be able to um, understand yourself so much better. So like your throat chakra, for example, is tied to living authentically, speaking your truth and communication. If you're struggling to, um, to say what you want to say, then that's affecting your throat chakra, knowing that that's going to affect you physically and mentally. Right. So having that awareness around, okay, well, like I really struggle with, with being able to speak up, then maybe you're going to work on your throat chakra and your solar plexus chakra because that's yep. also tied to confidence, it right? It would be very much tied, yep. Or maybe um, you don't speak up because, you know, in your childhood, you were told that your voice what didn't matter. So now we're going to do some inner child healing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or maybe work on your heart chakra, right? Yeah. So understanding the chakra system can be so beneficial in understanding your overall health and the direction that you need to take in order to start healing that. Mm-hmm. And also, like, as parents, you know, if your child is having a difficult time, you can ask them, where in your body do you feel that? So, you know, my daughter, for example, was really upset about something that happened in her friend group. And I was like, well, where do you feel that? And I'm I'm thinking specifically, does it feel, do you feel that in your heart, knowing that the heart chakra is tied to relationships? Yep. Or do you feel that in your solar plexus? knowing that that is tied to your self-confidence. Yeah. And she said, I feel it in my heart. So she, her heart hurt because of whatever disagreement was going on in the friend group. So I knew that I could help her move. I knew how to help her move through that situation, knowing exactly how it was affecting her. Yes. Yes. And it could have also affected both Mm -hmm. chakras, right? For somebody, it could have been like, I feel it in both. Yeah. That there is this sense of like, feeling really hurt about what's happening with her friends but then also you know the solar plexus may be popping up where all of a sudden you're like did I cause this you know I know I've fallen into that where all of a sudden somebody's mad and I'm like did I make them mad yeah and it has nothing to do with me right so that would definitely be like a heart and a solar plexus kind of acting you know acting up yeah (laughs) but chakras can be overactive too like if you if you know somebody who's got like a huge like ego very very like overly confident their solar plexus chakra is too big yeah so you can we can work to like rein that in a little bit too absolutely Mm -hmm. um the sacral chakra you know i've found when i've gone there i can you know it's really uh tied to our what is it like creativity joy creativity but also like on the physical level oh. like a female and and you're, you're reproductive. reproductive yeah and so when there's somebody that maybe um is like has difficulties there like endometriosis where it's like really painful and hurt i find sometimes i can go to the sacral and 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 you just get the sensation of like hot like yeah, it's, it's really inflamed. hot inflamed and all those things and so it's like the the, it, the sacral chakra will like show that mm-hmm. that there's something going on there mm-hmm. type of thing or if they're pregnant things like that too like yeah. they it will show different it's so it's amazing how it connects to that physical side as well yeah yeah all the chakras are tied to Uh, some sort of gland or nervous system or area in your body. So if you're struggling with, um, let's say, gut issues, Mm -hmm. then we would probably work a lot within your solar plexus because that's right where the gut is and your sacral because that's like all the stomach area. Mm -hmm. And you can channel the energy 
the healing energy and different energy in there to help like soothe it or help heal it or shift the energy so that it can heal itself. And I actually have a hard time. Well, I shouldn't say hard time, but when we say we're healers, like that, Mm. I have a hard time with that because we're not healers. Like we're not magicians. We're not healing you. We're just the vessel that's channeling the energy that is helping you shift the energy within your body so that you can heal yourself. Yes. Yeah. So or we're helping yourself. move that energy yeah. along, right? That is um, like it is. It's 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 working and manipulating energy, right? So yeah. if we're if we're scanning somebody's energetic body and we see like an area that's kind of clouded or or something that's just not smooth, that's where we'll go and work to try to move that kind of like gray cloud away, yeah. right? Type of thing so that we can clear it out. Um, but again, like with anything just like even with even with massage like if you're gonna go back to the same activities that muscle's gonna come back Mm -hmm. and get right like or if you're not doing the work consistently or yeah then it will come back but it also somebody asked me the other day like well you know do I have to come and see you to do an energy healing like can I do it for myself Mm -hmm. and I was like absolutely you could do it for yourself the only reason people come to a healer, again in air quotes, is because they don't know how to do it for themselves or they don't want to do it for themselves. Totally. Well, even with you and I, mm-hmm. like I would prefer to go to, like even though I can sit there and and heal myself, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, just like like a massage therapist. I keep on going back to that because it's kind of like the physical yeah. versus the what you can't see, you know? So if I know how to like, if my leg's bothering me, a massage therapist, like, yeah, of course I could sit there and massage it. But it's like a massage therapist needs their own massage therapist. Yeah. And just like with you and I, like, yes, we can sit there and kind of move our energy, but we're so connected to it mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. that having that outside party, maybe you're going to see something that I'm just not willing to see yeah. um, and be able to pull that out before yeah right let's talk about how we see it like when we're doing a healing and a reading Mm -hmm. I always think of it well I always explain it like my energetic body is working with your energetic body mm-hmm. so that and this is why the distance stuff works is because energy doesn't have boundaries yep if there's no walls you can't contain energy so we go into meditation and we pull we see ourselves our energetic body and your energetic body coming together in what is like a different dimension almost yeah and then we're uh, we're working together in that space so when and this all happens in your mind's eye like in mm-hmm. your third eye right mm-hmm So when we're doing these energy healings, we're going into meditation and connecting with you energetically and shifting the energy that way. Is that how you explain it? Yeah. And yeah, and it's totally in the mind's eye where you're pulling things. And so that's when we start to see um, even messages like or receive messages or see something on the body. Um, and also when you're healing, like I did a healing with Mandy yesterday. It was so good. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And like, and that was the thing, like, because you're also surrendering to the beings, the energies around us. So we're guides and stuff Mm -hmm. because, um, so as much as I'm doing the healing at one point, um, during the healing, one of Mandy's, I believe it's what your healing guide, um, came forward and kind of like asked me to step back. And I remember kind of fighting it a little, <laughs> a 
little bit because I was like, well, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> like, like that reel that we did. Am I just Barney like sitting <laughs> up here? Like, like, and I was just, and, but I was like, okay, fine. Because he wanted to step in and do a specific healing on you. So I kind of had to step back in that moment. So yeah. it's like, in a way as a healer, we're surrendering to the higher beings around us and what they're guiding us to do. Cause yeah. that's really what's happening. Yeah. Cause I know like we went to like a healing bath, you know, like it's, it's just somewhere where we ended up and it was like this iridescent liquid and water that I was just kind of like moving and you could feel that yeah. like afterwards. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was just like, it's really fascinating. <laughs> like, that all of this kind of happens when you like surrender and it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. The energy healing is different every single time we do it, it depending yeah. on the person that you're working with and what they need and what their healing team has in mind for them because they mm -hmm. sent you to us for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, okay, we're going to place this in her path, this in her path, this in their path, this in their path so that it leads them to soul star energy collective. So they can receive this healing to activate X, Y, Z. So they use us. Yeah. <laughs> We're just puppets. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally what it is, though. It's like they use it. So they're finding the person that is open enough that we can he hear them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's the thing. Everybody can hear spirit if you get to that point and you've opened yourself up enough. So it's like they are finding somebody that can hear them so that they can basically take over. And <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah. it's true. And also I think when we share what we did, that is an activation in of itself because yes, the healing, your healer can healing team or whatever can do healings for you while you're sleeping or without your knowledge or, or whatever. Um, but it's way more powerful when you intentionally go to see a healer mm -hmm. and then they can share with you what they did because then it's like an activation when you're understanding and hearing and being like, Oh, okay. But you know what I found really cool yesterday when you did my healing is that I, I was picking up on the things that you were doing because mm -hmm. when I was laying there receiving the healing I was like oh like I felt this pop in my throat chakra a pop in my root chakra mm -hmm. and you were at your house and I was at my house and I was yep. still feeling the energy shifting and I was feeling like this energy um in my on my crown and in my head and stuff and then there was a point where at the beginning and I was like felt like I was like floating like my <laughs> energy was spiraling up and Allison was like oh my you were totally you were levitating. Yeah. Like, I just remember at one point and I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, we're levitating right now. <laughs> and so that's what it was just like. And so that's what's kind of even amazing of doing a healing on somebody that is also very aware. And because yeah. then it's just this like validation on, on my end, because obviously at times, like when we're working with energy, like sometimes our human brain steps in and we're like, what the am, am I doing this? <laughs> like, am I, you know, you can't help but kind yeah. of go in and even start questioning yourself. Yeah. That's when that ego mind kind of steps in. And so it's so validating when you can do this healing and the fact that she was picking up on things that was happening while I was healing you, mm -hmm. you know, like the levitating. When I started talking about the iridescent, um, that we kind of yeah, went to this I, bathing. I was like, I felt like I was being bathed in light. And I'm like, yes, because I found myself that we were in this like cave, um, with this iridescent light. And, and it was just like, that's where we were. And so for her to then say that I was like, Oh my God, like, again, it's like this affirmation, like this, this validation that mm. is just so important. I think in this work, even for someone like you and I, yeah. who, yeah, we obviously believe in this stuff, but at times you know, your human brain can step in and be like, really? 
yeah. I know my very realistic part of me will kind of like the ego side will come in and be like, are you really doing something? <laughs> and it's like, they constantly have to validate me. Yeah. My poor team. I'm constantly needing validation. <laughs> the validation is so nice though, because then it just keeps you wanting to move forward and to do more and more. Absolutely. It's, it's important. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we did actually a joint healing mm. um, the other night for our, uh, our the group that's going through our Intuition 101 workshop right now. Um, part of this workshop, we will do a joint, like a group healing. And I'm finding that when we're doing the healings together, it is yeah. like next level. Intense. It's exciting. It's so exciting. <laughs> I just want to live in that energy. I <laughs> Right? I was like buzzing afterwards. Yes. Like literally buzzing. I think I came out of the healing and back to the group to discuss. And it was like I was a child. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you had just like this huge grin on your face. And we're all like. Oh, Everybody's so blissing out. And yeah. I was like supercharged. Yeah. <laughs> really? How was that for everybody? everybody? And I was like, oh, I just want to talk about it. I think I just started going like a mile a minute because I was so. It's just. So I don't know what it is. Like, it's extra powerful. Yeah. And I find, and this is the thing we, Mandy and I have also found, like we got reconnected for a reason mm-hmm. and we're, no, we're noticing that our energy together, whether we've done a joint reading, which we've done before and we've again felt very powerful in that and these joint um, healings that we do, it's like, I don't know, it, it is, it's, it's next level. Like the energy is intense and it's like, yeah, that's because our energy, our souls are meant to be together. So yeah. obviously when we combine forces to do anything, yeah, it's like very impactful. Totally. Totally. And I think everybody that experienced that healing, like some people were crying, <laughs> like releasing the energy through tears. Some people were just like, oh my God. Like, wow. Some people shifted that energy the next day feeling like a little bit down, but Mm -hmm. mostly everybody was like, I just feel like super happy. Yeah. Yeah. Super happy. And I was like, that is fantastic. So I guess we can explain like, how the heck do you do it? Group healing. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Virtually on top of that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, again, energy has no walls. So really what we're doing, well, will you explain? Yeah. So same type of thing that we would do on an individual level, but we've basically have journeyed the group um, through a guided meditation to, and they're all kind of sitting or laying in a circle. So energetically, we see all of their energetic bodies and what's kind of happening is so what we had happen with that one was Mandy kind of takes that ball of energy. They all, I see them as cords. Yeah. Like a cord connected to everybody. And then it comes into one collective cloud of energy. Yeah. And so you start clearing and start working with that collective cloud of energy. And then what I ended up, and so we did this very intuitively, like we didn't plan. No, we we didn't didn't discuss anything. No. And it was just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to show up and see what happens. And what I was being called two was like to pull each individual energy out and kind of do like a mini scan and healing. Um, and then one also by one. one by one. And then I would wrap them in my energy and then place them back into the collective um, energy and then pull the next person out. And so that's what, so as Mandy held the energy and worked on the energy of the collective, I was doing individually each person coming out and different things would come. Like I, yeah, would, I remember for pulling each person for each person. Yeah. I remember pulling one person's energy and I just like their energy was so 
powerful. Powerful, yeah, that it was just making my head super kind of floaty and um, dizzy in a way. So it's like, it was so fascinating even in that moment mm-hmm. to be working with different energy back to back to back like that mm-hmm. and to feel the difference of other people's energy. Yeah, that right? would be pretty fascinating. And yeah. I remember in the healing when I was working with the collective energy and I had this thought to myself, I'm like, oh, I should split my energy and do an individual healing at the same time for every person. I'm like, and then I was like, no, Allison's doing that. And I had no <laughs> idea that's what you were doing. And that just gave me goosies all over again because that's what I freaking love. <laughs> it's like the fact that we could be in this energy and you just knew that that's what I was doing. Yeah. Ugh. So I could focus all my energy on yes. the collective. And then I was like, no, I don't need to because Allison's doing that. It was yeah. so cool. Oh, I'm like, that just totally blew me when we came back. Yeah. When I was on my little high. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? I know. You knew what I was doing? <laughs> Which again, like, I don't know why I get so surprised. <laughs> I wonder if that will ever go away. I hope not. I hope not too. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So that's why um, the energy will work distantly because it's just so powerful. We're going to do some moon circles, like some group healings, like combined group healings coming up. So watch out for those offerings. Yes. Because we are just experienced. They're so powerful and they're so much fun. And um, they're just, and it'll be a better like um cost effective i guess because totally our group like our one-on-one healings obviously are more expensive but if you come in to do the group healing uh mm-hmm. it'll be less expensive so if you're yeah. if you want to do a healing and you just you're not sure come into a group healing first totally. try that out absolutely and so yeah and that's kind of like again like because we always want to make it accessible because i think everybody needs to experience these things yeah um and so making it accessible for for everybody so like whether it's like the price point is more accessible to do on a monthly basis yeah then you join our monthly group healings yeah right or if you want something more in depth and more personal um more specific yeah then you would book the individual re- uh healings so yeah, yeah i'm like it's just, to me, I think it's just so important to be sharing this and having everybody experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, this is like, when you say that trifecta, this is the one part of that, that the soul part and the energy part that is very misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And um, the importance of it is just, you know, it's not in the Western, you know. No, people, they just want to mask mask your illness or your whatever's going on with some sort of medicine yeah yeah and again like it there's a big part of this energy part that you know we believe things that we physically see and touch and understand um and so that's where it kind of really goes hand in hand with mental illness and energy Mm -hmm. that once you can't see it people have a hard time understanding understanding it. it trusting it um, but that's, you know, a big part of it that just having that faith, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it, I really struggled explaining energy work to people who are just like, well, what is Reiki or what is an energy healing? Because like, I can't explain it in one or two sentences because no. there's so many things to understand before you truly understand why this works. Absolutely. There's well, just and so the, many. It starts from even just the fact that. You have to understand that we, our essence is energy. Yes. Right? Our soul. So it's like understanding like how we are at a pure form that this physical body is just a vessel 
in this time for our right experience. Now. But our true essence is our energy. Yeah. So in a way, it's like until you understand that, um, you can't even grasp it. But it also shows even more so the importance mm-hmm. of like our true self, our true self that lives on forever and ever and ever is energy. Yeah. So why wouldn't we want to take care of that energetic body at yeah. all times? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't we want to have the best experience that we could have in this in this lifetime? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I remember one of the things like um, that I remember reading in Journey of Souls was, you know, say you passed, um, say you ba- passed and it, you it like, was kind of a harsh death or something kind of happened. You show up, your energy shows up on the other side, like bruised mm-hmm. in a way, right? Or say you've had a really hard life or you've done something really, um, you know, not great. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, this shows in your energetic body. And so you can show up on the other side and have just, you know, bruised parts. That's how I kind of envision it is mm-hmm. like your energy has these bruises to it that need to be healed type yeah. of things. So it's kind of like, you know this energy is affected Mm -hmm. so much by Mm -hmm. what we do in this physical body. Yeah. And again, like this is what we go through in our intuition program. Like all of these pillars of information, all these foundational topics we talk about so that you can understand it. So it's easier for you to raise your vibration so that you can connect with your spirit guides. Absolutely. And then live in this space where you're, you know, coexisting with the universe instead of <clears throat> working against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope that this helps explain everything. <laughs> For you. <laughs> kind of like, I know. I know it's a lot, but it's just like, again, yeah, just hopefully it kind of gives some perspective, even just... um Comparing it to like the physical elements, because I think sometimes mm. when we can compare it to something that we we know, yeah, it can make better sense. I know that helps for me. For so sure, for hopefully sure. Hopefully that uh, helped kind of broaden your uh, perspective on it, and we look forward to connecting next week. Bye.